Good, e- good evening. Why is it good evening? I'll say like it like a well, newsreader. It, well, it's good, it is evening at time of recording. Well, is it? Oh, okay. Hello and welcome to episode number begins with T and I don't know what number it is. Oh, do, let me look it up. Yeah. Okay, so review of the year part two was 21. Right, episode number 22. Are you right, Tom? Yeah, I'm good, thanks, Marcus. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I was sitting in the bath the other day. Do you have baths or do you shower most? Yeah, no, I have baths. Yeah, although I don't do them too much because they're a bit unenvironmental, aren't they? So. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of water. I so I recommend that everyone does showers more, but occasional baths are good. And I actually feel like I've been for a run when I've had a bath. If that makes sense, it gives you the same feeling. Yeah, it doesn't it burn off as many cal- calories as going for a run? No. Ah, no. uh, well, I'm not sure about that. I think it might do. Is it? Yeah. I don't know. It depends <laughs> how much you play with your bubbles and your your rubber duck. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> what, while you're running? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I come up with good ideas in the bath, and I thought, oh, I couldn't think what to do for this podcast, so I thought, I'll do baths. Bathtubs. Yeah. Well, a subject very close to your heart, by the sound of it. Well, yeah. In art history, there's been quite a lot of bathtub action going on. Yeah, they didn't have um, showers in medieval times, did they? I suppose they had bath houses, didn't they? Like big communal baths, but this is more the solitary kind of bath I've picked. So, Tom, gonna, we're going to go for a journey of things that perhaps you shouldn't type in on uh, Google uh, to political art, maybe one of the first ever modern paintings. And we'll be doing a few other artists that put themselves through quite painful or unpleasant baths. And then finally, I'm going to show you what I consider to be one of the worst, most distasteful pieces of art and involving a bath that I think I've ever seen. Okay, that's strong stuff. Yeah, I know. So be prepared. Are you ready? I'm going to need extra bubbles in this bath. Andy Warhol. Now, I don't know if you know Andy Warhol made films. Um, I've I heard I've heard of such yeah. a thing. Yeah. <laughs> so this one, right? Can I just put a word of warning out to you listening? As I found out, do not type in the title of this work without putting on the safe search in Google, because the title of the work is called Tub Girls. Oh right, okay. If you type in Tub Girl, not Tub Girls, but if you type in Tub Girl, that actually comes in at number 10 in the Sun newspaper's uh, list of 10 things that you should never type in Google. Oh, really, does it? So, so Sun, the Sun's got a top 10 list. Okay. What else is amongst the list? Any other works by artists we might know? No, 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 no. <laughs> but apparently, no, I think, no other Andy Warhols? No, no, I, I think it may be something I, I didn't. I didn't actually stick around to see what the what the reason was, but I think it involves someone with a very deep belly button. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. 
<laughs> we're not talking Andy Warhol anymore. No, no, we're not. We're, we're talking <laughs> yeah. To, yeah, so what is the work? The work was made in 1967 and uh, it was uh, features a Warhol superstar. He made a lot of people quite famous just by the virtue of them hanging around with him and being in his films. Like Edie Sedgwick was probably the most famous, but there was another person called Viva and she was a model and an artist. And so then, these aren't actors, they're just people hanging around with him, like well, other arty, arty people. Arty people, but Viva was previously a model and a painter, and she started making films, and she was introduced to him. So he decided to make a thing called uh, Tub Girls, which is a series of, of films featuring Viva, where she takes baths with people of different sexes, and they just talk about stuff. I don't think it's anything... Uh, you know, X-rated, but it's just people having a chat and there's one where they go in one posh bath. Uh, there's another one where they're just in a see-through bath. Yeah, so this is a sort of like having a chat like they're on Graham Norton or something. Well, yeah, but in a bathtub. Oh, right, yeah. Um, or David Letterman or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, you're looking at you being all transatlantic. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> I try my best. Yeah. <laughs> next work and this is called the death of mara and it was actually painted in 1793 it's a really great work and it's it's also one of the first modern paintings i feel it's uh, painted by jacques louis david now i'll describe it for you listening at home although i would recommend that if you uh, pop onto the website we'll have a image there but what it is is an image of a man and he's lying in a bath and he's looking quite heroic isn't he? he's almost jesus-like it's a it's a bit like the Pieta, you know, when Jesus is taken down from the cross. I, I didn't get that feeling looking at it. I thought he was writing a suicide note. <laughs> there's a knife on the floor. There's blood coming out of the bath. And he's got a note in his hand like he's just written. You didn't have dreams of being a coroner, did you, or anything? No, this is no. just looking at this painting. I don't even, what's Looking the painting? at the evidence, you've decided it was suicide and not murder. Uh, well, that was my first thought. Yeah. So what we've got here is we've got a guy and he's lying in a bath. Clearly he's been writing something and uh, and he's lying slumped. He's been stabbed, mortally wounded. In one hand he holds a quill pen and in the other hand he's holding a letter and there's a, a sort of a rough looking box on which looks to have been a check. Looks like a cajon, doesn't it? A cajon? You know, one of those drums you sit on. Oh yes, yes. And then there's a knife below him uh, just by the side so what's actually happened is is the actual scene of a murder i need to give you some history as to who the person is do you oh, know right, yeah. so Mera? this is like a murder that was famous in 1793 was it yes uh, well that's when it was painted it was quite it was just a, a little bit before then when it was actually done now you think 17... what, the murder or the yeah, painting well, <laughs> the murder <laughs> <laughs> so this is during the French Revolution, and the French Revolution is actually from about 1789 to about 1799, so it's a long old revolution, wasn't it, in France? Yeah, well, it's a decade yeah. long. And uh, Marat was, uh, he was a journalist, 
and he was also like quite a, a political agitator so he would publish books that would really really rather upset uh, the authorities so he'd be on the run a lot of time what, from the the royalists is yeah. that it was royalists well, what, I don't were, know what, what were the, the two sides in the french revolution well the thing is in the french revolution well i suppose it was the royalists i don't know how what so, they would be so taught. he was stabbed by one there was of various them. different no them. no there was various different sides and he was always on the run and basically he he sometimes would even have to hire in the sewer systems of, of france so you can imagine that's bad for your skin yeah, so he's always on the suicide. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that why you decided suicide? <laughs> See, in the end, still despite being on the run, when the revolution came, he actually was uh, elected to the National Assembly of France. He was uh, what was called uh, a group of people called the Jacobeans, and they wanted the king dead. They wanted the king executed. They were quiet ruthless and quite like you know they loved the people they wanted to so, so he'd be like writing i want the king dead the yeah, king yeah. should be dead he was, it was, he was of, one of yeah, the jacobins kind of saying it was the will of the people oh know? right yeah, yeah yeah you know so to and there were some people that were softer uh, who who were more reasonable who were saying and they were just called, want the king to have a bang on the head <laughs> they they said no don't kill the king but they were still against the king yeah just get rid of the crown but yeah, yeah. let him live in the country somewhere no no of course marar didn't like these people being all soft on the king and being nice so oh. so he wanted to uh do away with them as it were so he was killed by one of his own, really. Well, well, on the on a similar yeah, side so by a, by a fellow Remainer. Well, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a fellow Brexiteer. <laughs> where did that come from, Tom? <laughs> that, in case you don't know, it, there's a thing called Brexit. Going oh no, on. people know about that. Well, do they? Yeah. Do they really? Do they really? Well, well the maybe the they world? don't know here as much well, about it as us. But big it, goldfish bowl of Britain. Yeah, no, but it's all Trump Brexit. It's all the same story, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, is a lot of these things are actually quite political, as you'll hear. Uh, Jean-Paul Marat, uh, he's in the bath, and he's been writing checks for the poor, as you do in your bath, because he's a man of the people. All right. You know? Yeah. Like uh, that boxer. What's his name? I know okay, let's ignore Tyson that. Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury, ignore that reference. That Tyson was bad. Fury. Yeah, yeah, We're going a bit sporty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what happens is, is a woman called Charlotte Corday, who's not a Jacobin. She's uh, one of the uh, people that is a bit more soft on the king. Doesn't want the king in full power, but it's a bit more yeah. soft. You know, she says to Jean-Paul Marat, I've got some people. I've got some names. Can I come and see you? I've got some names of, of people that have escaped. And he says, oh, well, I better see her. So he says, come into my bathroom. And she hands him this letter, and uh, allegedly with the names on it, and then she just takes a knife and stabs him. Whoa. If we look at the painting, you can see that it says on it, my great unhappiness gives me a right to your kindness. That's what the note says. Yes, what the yeah. And, and what's interesting is that this was actually painted by an artist called Jacques-Louis David, and he was another one who wanted to kill the king so he was another fellow brexiteer fellow jacobin jacobin yeah, sorry sort of <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so it's all like infighting uh in in history that this painting is telling us about well yeah jack louis david was asked to paint by uh, the leader of the jacobin party robespierre he was three 
sort of new images of martyrs and this is one of them and uh, if you look on it it's actually you can there are a few sort of visual cues there if you look at the box you know we talked about the box that looks like a drum yeah it's really cheap looking isn't it yeah. even though Maral's a very important person he still it shows he still chooses to live humbly and he is uh, a man of the people oh right yeah uh, and written on the box if you look right at the bottom it's got um uh l'an de meaning the second year because when the revolution happened they thought it's all going to change everything's going to be when the revolution comes in so it was like year two when he got killed wow yeah and as i say as well as if you look further saying he's a man of the people he's writing checks to the poor which this is, is actually check. like political propaganda as a yes. piece the way it was created and the message it's trying to give So on to the next one. Now, this is a, a guy, Stuart Brisley. He's a British artist. Now, again, it's another political bath, but this is a really, mind you, I suppose being stabbed in your bath and being dead is quite stinky, but this is another bath that's definitely smells a bit stinky because it involves awful. Awful? Yeah, like the rotting insides of animals. Oh, right, yeah. yeah, yeah. Brisley was a, a performance artist and he's slightly actually left-wing. And what this work is, is he laid in a bath for two weeks, for two hours a day, and the bath was black and he was clothed. And in the bath was bits of what looked like bits of meat and at the end of the bath was awful which is like rotting flesh and gradually over the the period uh the maggots would hatch this is yeah. disgusting isn't it and yeah. gradually they might they were actually claw crawling into the bath so you can imagine it's quite a stinky horrible scene and this artist when he sat there he would sat there motionless for about two hours basically until the water got too cold that he had to get out and just lie there so you can imagine this man is black putrid kind of bath and he's just looking up we'll put a link to the the uh, photographs on the web page and he's just there just holding his head just above the water yeah no so that looks pretty rank yeah <laughs> yeah so, i mean what so he I mean, wh why weren't animal rights protesters there trying to shut him down? Well, I suppose he's already got it from the uh, <laughs> got it from the factory, isn't he? You know, it's, uh, from the butcher. Yeah, I mean, I like bath milk, but that's so. What was he saying? Like You're saying milk. it's like political. Well, yeah. So now, bear in mind, this is the early seventies. He was quite influenced by um, some of the slogans of the time. In nineteen seventy, the Labour Party, which is the equivalent of, I suppose, it's a bit like the American Democratic party and uh, and other sort of left-wing parties around the world and they had a slogan which said you know it makes sense which is kind of like a quite like you know it makes sense which it probably does but it's also a bit of a cliche isn't it it's a bit a bit marketing -y. it's a bit witty yeah now this piece this bath piece was go was and for day and for today nothing so he made this bath piece in 1972 and that was actually when the Labour Party didn't get in. It was actually a surprise win by Edward Heath's Conservatives. They joined Europe, didn't they? Didn't they have a referendum? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all Brexit-y baths, isn't it? <laughs> 
So you can imagine he's powerless. It's it's to me. I look at this and I just think he's he's nothing. He's he's just saying, look, you know, we're we're almost trapped inside this kind of rubbish existence. Yeah. There's actually a quote from Sartre, uh, who's a French philosopher, and I think it kind of goes quite well with it. I want to leave, to go somewhere where I should be really in my place, where I would fit in, but my place is nowhere, I am unwanted. And I can see this guy sitting in a bath and I'm thinking, yeah. And another one, which Sartre says, which is, freedom is what we do with what is done to us. Yeah, so he was like making, this was like a political statement of the, you know, he was saying, to, directing this at the government, was he? Well, he was almost saying, I think it's a powerlessness. This it's, misery, it's, this powerlessness. Yeah, and, and you're not really free, but I think it's a bit like the French Marat, I think it's a bit like him in his bath. I think it's that kind of thing, it's just a modern, stinky take on it. Oh, right, yeah. Would you, would, but would you do that, would you lie in a bath of offal for protest have you got a better idea yeah no it sounds like a good way to protest because it's pretty rank isn't it yeah it's work. Th- there's all stuff at the end of the bath yeah. is that all um offal as well yeah, like, yeah. and it's all dripping everywhere it looks yeah. pretty even though the pic images i've got aren't like full color are they yeah. but they it still looks pretty colorful yeah when i have a bath around my mum's it's kind of like pleasant bath salts and bath milk and nice stuff like that not that yeah, well, you know, it's like, what are you going to do with your Sunday roast if it, your granddad's <laughs> not hungry, you know? <laughs> Stick it in there. <laughs> right, I'm, I'm going to get that with my next roast. <laughs> <laughs> bathtubs! Okay, so on to the next uh, we, uh, next bath, and um, I wouldn't. Can I just say as a caveat before we go ahead? Do not try this at home. Well, I think people should have the freedom to try what they want in their bathtubs at home. Surely. Oh no, you're, you're, <laughs> you're never really free. To, if we Come think on, about Sartre, me. you're never really free to do what you want in your <laughs> bathtub. <laughs> This is by uh, an artist who actually was formerly a dancer, but so this is kind of more like body art. Jiang Marisic, and he's Swiss, and the work is called Shattered Bath, and literally, the it is uh, broken up panes of glass or shattered panes of glass in a bath. So what he did was uh, as a performance, um, and this was done uh, in two thousand and ten. He actually laid in a glass of bath as a performance and all you, at the start of the performance, all you could see was his arm. Over the course of the uh, performance, he would gradually get out of the bathtub. So did he like get all cut and stuff? Because he's totally naked, isn't he? Yes, and he didn't. I, I've, seen, I've seen him get out of the bath and I'll put a, again, I'll put a link on the site. He didn't get cut. And it's incredible. I think there's something to do with his powers of choreography and dance because what he's doing is he's actually really interested in in really slow movements yeah. and and he's interested in the fact of uh, 
you know, being a passive, almost passive to the work. So the body is passive to the uh, work. So if he lays still, nothing happens. But as soon as he starts to move, yeah, you slowly get cut. Yeah. But it's a shame there wasn't a Guinness World Records um, adjudicators there so they could verify <laughs> <laughs> that the glass was so and that he was so and that it was all done. They don't like dangerous things. They don't <laughs> yeah. like encouraging really dangerous things. Like they banned goldfish swallowing, didn't they? Mind you, that's cruel. That's probably why. That's well, did that used to be in the Guinness I World Records? I believe so. I'm sure, I'm sure there was there's some like dodgy ones that are in there that are no longer in there. <laughs> When you watch it, it's a really, it is quite an interesting and quite a, quite a, an absorbing thing. Mm. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed actually watching it. So did you see a film of it? Yeah, film. I didn't, yeah, see, yeah. I didn't actually see it. I mean, again, he, he, he likes to put himself in, in sort of like, uh, be a very passive to the art. And it's a bit like, I don't know if it, it reminds you a bit of him, uh, Marina Abramovich almost. Absolutely. Yeah. It's quite a spectacle, isn't it? Yeah. So does he, um, has he done other performances? Yes, there's another one where he lay on a sort of like a long dance mat and it was covered in oil. He had a rope around the neck, his neck and it was attached to a winch. And what the audience members could do is if they wanted to, they could wind the oh, winch and drag very him Very Marina Abramovich. Yeah. yeah. But well, it's like Marina Abramovich with only one thing. Yeah, yeah. But it's one dangerous thing. Yes. On his part, it's a bit... Well, it's a bit masochistic on the part of the view. It's quite sadistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because yeah, you've got a bit of power there. You could just yeah. go up and turn it. There's no instruction with his work. Oh, right, yeah. Because yeah. Marina Abramovich had instruction, didn't she, with hers? Yeah. So I guess no one got involved because without instruction, as a viewer, you go into a gallery. If you're not given instruction, you don't necessarily go and fiddle with stuff. It's not what you do when you go to a performance. No, I would you have done that? I wouldn't have done that. I would, no, have, I would have left it. If, if there had been instruction that it was possible to do that, then people would have probably done it, do you think? Yeah, I know I would have been the first one to do it as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. And had they done it, I'm gathering from this that maybe it would have yeah. been, uh, could have been Terminal Yeah, this four. Is Terminal 4? Terminal 4, what are you talking about? Terminal 4 him. <laughs> yeah, well, that was the thing as well, is I wouldn't, I wouldn't seek to injure someone without instruction. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. <laughs> right, on to the next one. Now, you know what I was saying? We looked at what the art can be beautiful and it doesn't matter and i genuinely mean this it doesn't matter from what side of the political argument it comes from good art is good art it, it sometimes it can be although i mean i have to say though, though some politics is better than others <laughs> oh, well, perhaps. good art is good art but some politics is better than others yeah <laughs> other art is available yeah <laughs> This piece, right, so onto this piece of art. This is, as I said before, possibly the worst piece of distasteful <laughs> art that I've seen. And it's got nothing to do with the fact, right, that it's from a pro-Trump art show. In 2016, there was a pro-Trump art show called Hashtag Daddy Will Save Us. 
So look, hang on, there's so much di- distaste already in the story. Like, Trump is quite distasteful in his, like, politics, isn't he? Distaste, like, art for Trump. There's all, there's just distaste from the start here. Yeah, now, I, as a counter argument, because I feel there should be some kind of balance here, I thought the Shepherd Peferi uh, poster for Obama, I thought it was a good image. But did I think it was great art? No. I didn't think it, I think it was just a, a poster that had no, you know, it was a really strong poster image and I liked the image. But had no particularly aesthetic um, No, merit. no, it didn't make me think any deeper at its core. It was just a poster that was getting people to vote for Obama. But it was a good image. Well, looking at the images at this art show, none of them were good images. So they don't even have that going for them. This At this art show, uh, Daddy Will Save Us, there was things like you've got here a picture. Someone's done some paintings of George Washington or taken paintings or prints of George Washington and put a Make America Great Again hat on them. It's just a bit naff, really, in my opinion. And uh, they had another work. Someone had done playing cards uh, featuring sort of Trump images. Not great stuff. But the one I want to talk about today is is the bath now it involves a guy who's a right-wing commentator and political activist and also a bit of a a twitter troll called milo yananopoulos and uh what he did was uh he he got into a bath filled with pig's blood and uh, in this video, which I've seen, he's wearing sunglasses and a gold chain and a baseball clap with the words, make America great again. The thing is, right, the first... So he's, he's sitting in a blood-filled bath and on the wall... Pig's blood. Pig's yeah. blood, yeah. On the wall, there's pictures of heads like cut out of magazines and they're all splattered with blood, all of them. Who are all these people? Well, are they also political? They are actually pictures of people that were killed by illegal aliens in in america so, so people, they were murder victims so yeah but so people that were killed by people that came to america oh, illegally. So, so they're like you know as fox news would say blessed americans killed by illegals yeah so so he's rather tastefully taken the pictures of people that were murdered put them up on the wall of this art piece and started to splatter them with blood there's a certain amount of, uh, I can recognise this. It just reminds me of Fox News or something. Whatever this guy is the presenter of, it's his show, isn't it? Well, yeah, it's all about him. He's a real political agitator who actually... He's very right-wing, yeah? Yeah, very right-wing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fine. What I find is tasteful myself is taking pictures of people who are dead and and murdered in such a way and then making a kind of self-serving publicity stunt. It's yeah, well, it's kind of like it's kind of like though his uh, his views in news channel expressed in art, whatever it is he does. I mean, I don't know. I don't think it's actually the image of it. Just just looks like something truthful about it somehow. Yeah, like in its distastefulness. As I say, I'm. If it had been made by someone else, it could be quite clever. Well, yes. In its distaste, you know. Yeah, but uh, yes. It, it, it could be. It could I mean, be. it's quite important, isn't it, what the artist's political beliefs are before you're looking and understanding the work? It makes such a difference. 
Well, yeah, it does. It does. It does make a difference to to what the beliefs are. But I tend to try and, as much as I can, look past that and see whether it's good art. That concludes our bathtub thing. So he seems to have gone very political, this one, Tom, but you can't avoid the... the uh... It started, though, with you recommending we should take uh, showers, which is better for the environment, yeah. using less yeah, water. Yeah. It was political from the outset, this episode. Oh, yeah. And we've got an announcement. Uh, in March, Tom, did you know that it's going to be our anniversary? Oh, so one year that is so romantic that you remember Marcus <laughs> don't expect gifts because the gifts are all for the people listening and people on our Facebook page um, if you know of anyone that has who does art or if you do art we're going to do a special celebration podcast where we talk about your work so yeah, and, and so we were saying as well, we could you could also recommend a friend because yes. people don't might not want to recommend their own work. Yeah, like if there's an artist you know you know that you like who's really good, yeah. we could uh, have a look at their work. Yeah, so if you've yeah. got anyone who's done any performances, interesting performances, we can talk about that. Or if anyone's got any pictures, and we might put it on the website. I've been I've been at my ne- nephew's birthday party today, yeah. Marcus. Yeah, like they're but they're fours, a pair of them. Yeah, and they're like uh, they do art. Yeah, and it's like all over the house. You know what it's yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. You know, kids and their art. It's yeah, over yeah. The fridge, whatever. Like, uh, what about that sort of art? Yes, that's acceptable. Kids art. Do you like kids art? Yeah. I I mean, there will be some. Uh, yes, I do like kids art. So. Yeah, so we and we yeah, so we'll need permission, won't we? So we don't break any copyrights if we want to put it on the website. Yeah, that's why we're asking. Yeah, all oh right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So saying that, but by sending in, you agree into it. Yeah. So you can contact us on info at modern art is rubbish. I'll also be putting posts on the modern art is rubbish Facebook page about it. iTunes. If you can give us a five star review on iTunes, that would be great and subscribe to the podcast if you've not if you feel the urge to share an episode that would be great yeah and visit our patreon page yes it does cost us to do this but yeah uh we get we get supported so that you know that means a lot to us so thanks everyone for that as well yeah yeah thanks for that Mm, yeah so um it's just bison isn't it all right cheerio see ya see ya bye and please Sending some work. Right, can we have a sound of us plopping in a bath now? Bathtubs! <laughs>